Welcome everyone to another episode of InCheck with FinTech organized by PCN. On this podcast, we interview CEOs, founders, and executives from the FinTech space about markets, trends, and developments, and oftentimes also their uh, their own companies. Um, today, we will be talking about the data trifecta of web shops, PSPs, and accounting software. And we will do that with Peter Engel, who's the co-founder and managing director of Actuals.io. Um, Actuals is a transaction insurance platform who offers services to all parties within the financial supply chain. Um, Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks, Rogier. Great to have you. So, Peter, can, can you tell the listeners maybe a bit about uh, your background uh, and how you came about finding Actuals? Yeah, sure, Rogier. Thanks. Thanks for having me. My background, I'm a certified public accountant. I worked for a big four company for more than 13 years. Um, experienced in auditing fast-growing technology companies. And there, my journey began in... Um, the quest on how to improve internal controls for for companies, uh, because I saw the big problem they had in managing uh, the data flows on a transactional level. Um, so yeah, that that's a bit on my background, and uh, love to tell more about uh, how it turned into actuals. Great, yeah, because so you 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 kind of seen firsthand what it is like to be an accountant on the back of that. Um, you built a solution which is known to become actual. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So from an external audit perspective, we saw fast-growing companies or also more mature, uh, medium-sized entities struggle with connecting data, transactional data, between systems. Uh, we saw a disconnect between order databases. Mostly they are... Uh, self-developed sometimes they also buy order databases uh, like for instance uh, magento or shopify and we saw uh, that all these finance professionals within companies had were struggling in how to reconcile that order data with payment service providers with accounting systems etc so that's where where the thought uh, yeah, became reality and where we started Actuals, a platform to empower finance professionals to make these connections automatically and continuous. It's, so, so how does that work then? Do uh, your clients connect to the Actuals platform? Is Actuals a software that is implemented with the client directly? Um, or how does it work exactly? Yeah, so we are a, a web-based platform. A, a client can start reconciling online with us so they can create an account and start connecting with, via api keys their payment service providers towards our platforms because we know the data structures of these payment service providers we can automatically import them and start matching them with other sources for self-developed backends yeah, we all, always need to take a look together with a client on what the what the data structure is and what the data quality is, which columns and data parameters uh, do we need. And uh, then we start matching. So uh, long story short, uh, we are looking separately per source 
which type of connection there's possible and uh, simply make it happen for our clients. So they only need to worry about managing by exception on our platform through, through the workflow. Great. And when you come in generally, what's the kind of state that you find these finance departments in of companies? Is it a lot of unstructured data that is all handled manually or do they use a, a web of systems um, in order to streamline these kind of data flows or yeah, is there nothing like actuals at the moment or what is the state that you find it in when you, you go into a client? Yeah, that's a good question. So typically uh, we see um, that highly educated finance professionals, well-paid finance professionals are doing a lot of manual work. They're doing a lot of uh, ex manual exports out of systems. So the state we see are applications and systems within IT landscape that are not connected to each other and are not communicating with each other. And we see those finance professionals, we see finance departments, controlling departments, audit departments, all doing their own manual repetitive reconciliations after a period's end. For instance, at the monthly close or a quarterly close or at the year close. So you, for example, here, when, when, when a company does monthly closing on specific uh, revenue items, we see that finance professionals do 12 times per year the, the, the same reconciliation. We see them do these reconciliations top down on a total level. Um, and there, most of the times the problem already begins because within a payment service provider, the data definitions are different than in the order database or in the accounting systems. So almost every time there is a difference between these two, three systems. So what we try to solve for these departments is to structure the data in that kind of way that it matches on a continuous level and that every difference is a difference you need to investigate. So does that mean that uh, finance teams can uh, real time just access this kind of data and have insights? Uh, or is there, I don't know, once a month, like you said, for example, when they do the month close, they can they can review this data yeah exactly so that's what we try to this is exactly the area where we try to add value is mm -hmm. that not only at the month close you need to do the manual exports and import it into microsoft excel or google sheet and do a lot of work in very large excel sheets that's also the state we find finance departments in but we try to make all the data and all the reconciliations possible on a daily basis. So if we export automatically all the data out of the sources that are combined in a matching package on our platform, you can see on a daily basis which transactions match and which transactions are unmatched. And you can dive in, you can deep dive into those differences and when you have that hygiene during on a weekly basis it will add up at the end of the month and your monthly close will be significantly shorter this sounds to me and i'm by no means a finance professional uh, like a no-brainer uh, for many of your uh, potential clients or many companies out there i'm sure that they welcome you with open arms don't they 
yes, they welcome us with open arms, but we also find uh, the struggle within finance in that they think that their organization or their processes or their data structure is too complex for these kinds of solutions. So we, by giving a test, by, by proving uh, with, with manual exports how it can work for them, we can convince them because we're doing something new. It's, it's, it's a new way of finance. It's based on transactional level instead of on a total level. It's uh, adding more substantive work towards control-based testing for finance uh, professionals. And that's that you, know, you need to be a little bit of an innovator um, and somebody who, who really uh, likes to transform processes to start with this. And, uh, but we definitely see that a lot of companies are moving towards this way because otherwise the, the volume of transactions is simply too high to control on a manual basis. It's a lot of education of the market as well, yeah, by the sounds of it, because it's so new. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's new. It's um, you know the the the, the payment service providers, the, the position of payment service providers, and the position also of payment service provider data is also new. It's a market that in the past 10, 15 years has exploded, and uh, is becoming more significant also for finance and control professionals. Um, five, 10, 15 years ago, invoices were sent to a clients and they were all paying after services were rendered towards the end customer. And the end customer simply paid uh, per bank uh, via, uh, via uh, yeah, transferring the money uh, they paid their invoices and you see that 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 is totally is flipped upside down by with the entry of payment service providers so that's a transformation for finance and control and also for auditors you've got a you've got new sources you've got new data structures so it's a lot about educating the market basically yes because there is a shift between which systems and sources are leading and material from a finance control and audit perspective. The payment service provider data and um, some merchant or most of the merchant have multiple payment service provider solutions. So they're not only working with Agen or solely working with Stripe. They also have, besides working with Stripe, they also have PayPal or they have other payment service providers that are um, active in specific regions. So you can have three, four, five uh, payments service providers. So that means that you have four or five possible uh, data sources where a transaction, um, where relevant transactional data is stored, which you need to reconcile with your accounting and with your order database. And that shift in thinking is uh, very much needed at this moment because otherwise you will delay the growth of a company because it's really important in that fast in the pace of growth to get in control and to get a grip on all incoming and outgoing uh, outgoing cash flows we started pcn 12 years ago 
with a view to serving the fintech community from a growth perspective. Since 2008, PCN has helped household names in fintech as well as the largest global merchants grow with the best talent who have specific financial technology experience. If you are a VC with a portfolio of fintech businesses, a scale-up looking to hire the best talent, or a merchant looking to hire a head of payments or an entire payments team, get in touch today for a no-obligation consultation on how PCN can help you accomplish your hiring goals. Let's look at these high growth companies a bit more because I think you serve uh, a variety of clients, uh, but let's look at the kind of e-commerce high growth companies, which are obviously due to the current situation, even just, yeah, taking off even more. Um, what do you see are kind of the uh, biggest developments um, or disruptions within their finance team um, that these kind of clients are looking for to spur that growth, let's say? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, in in that growth, and typically in e-commerce or e-tail, it's really important to get a grip in that high growth, to get a grip on when something goes wrong. For instance, when a client requests a refund or when a, cl a client um, um, starts a chargeback. We see that in that high growth, it's really important to get a grip on these outliers to get a grip on these processes where it also can get a little bit of tricky is it a fraudulent chargeback is the fraudulent refund and you don't want to leak money uh, at, at the edges of the of the of the cash flow so um that's also the, one of the challenges, of course, in high growth. You attract a lot of customers. You uh, you need to purchase a lot of uh, materials and goods, and you need to control the stock. So you 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 want to have a closed loop between all the incoming, outgoing uh, payments, uh, so you, that you simply don't leak money. And that, that's, so that's more from a process point yeah. of view. What do you see from a tech point of view? So you see that there's also more of a, let me rephrase that question. If you look at um, the high growth companies we, we, who are a bit older, let's say, and then the younger ones, do you see that there's a different appetite for um, a new kind of tech, like the ones that actual offers or not? Yes, there is. We see a difference. Young companies are really thinking from the start on how technology and how data needs to support the processes. And so, so the, the experience the founders already have uh, when they started their career uh, and they, they have, have uh, spinned out and, and started, started their startup, you see that they have the experience, the working experience to really understand that it's really, really important to think of uh, uh, think about the data structure, to think about how you're storing the data, and uh, how to protect the integrity of the data. And we see also that uh, while these when these companies take off, that they are thinking about: Are we going to build these to this kind of tooling ourselves to have a grip 
between all these systems? Or are we going to, to look into the market and see what kind of solutions there are? Um, because it's it, it, it sometimes is also a trade-off. Are you going to spend development time in developing these kinds of reconciliations? Or uh, simply, uh, yeah, looking at how to uh, how to uh, purchase it. Yeah, so it's a tech tech support process rather than replaces it. Exactly, and uh, in in my personal opinion, that that was one of the reasons why I um, yeah left to start Actuals because. I saw that there will be no other way in the future that that the data will be, the transactional data will become so important that um, yeah it will it will be in the center of all the controlling and all the auditing for finance. While in the past the focus was more on systems and system settings and IT controls, and when we know that all these when we can audit and uh, test the effectiveness of how systems uh, work together, we know that the data in those systems is uh, accurate and complete. Well, I, I think that's old school thinking because technology enables us to do it on a transactional level. And because you see the volumes in all these sources is getting, yeah, it's, it's, it's just so high. Yeah, it's inevitable that uh, this will be the future. Exactly. Because, it, yeah, if you look then at the typical tech stack of these e-commerce companies, what do you see kind of the common issues that finance team experience when dealing with such a high volume of transactions? Yeah, exactly. So um, myself as a finance professional, we are all trained in Microsoft Excel. And we see also some more modern companies work with Google Sheets. Yeah, it's, it's limited, of course. It's limited in so many ways. And it's, um, yeah, the, 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 the rate of errors, of manual errors you can make by entering formulas or, or connecting or importing data into these kinds of solutions, yeah, it's, it's just too high. So um, it's also, it also, starts there that that simply the basic tools finance works with in the past 30 years working with systems uh, and and spreadsheets like excel yeah it's it's it, it it doesn't support these volumes so it's inevitable that this shift needs to take towards other systems and applications that can replace the role of these spreadsheets that are now really crucial uh, in a lot of companies in doing the in 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 performing all the controls. If you would if you would ask a random CFO at a random company and you would ask what's your most critical or most important um, system, they would they would they would say Excel because they're so highly dependent of IT. To provide them with data, um, yeah, they they receive the data most of the times in CSV files or in Excel files. You will, what I at, at least encounter is that a lot of finance department don't have their own system because yeah, that's also their job. They're a department that needs to make sure 
that all transactions are processed, but they don't have their own system. They are not a, they are not a um, money generating unit, um, and that's why they're they're stuck in the middle, literally uh, within the IT department, and that's why they need to help themselves get connected to these systems. And you see the trend, of course, in using data lakes and using data warehouses. But most of the times, these initiatives are taken from a broader organizational need. And um, in what I think is really important is that finance departments, control departments, audit departments also create their own data lakes and their own data warehouses because finance also have their own specific needs, which need to uh, make sure that the, that the data is reliable for finance and control purposes. Berlin, we're here and ready for your hiring needs. After some short time considering it, we've decided to set up business in Germany, meaning we can be closer to clients and allow room for new business. We're set up and ready to help find your ideal candidates, help build teams and offer up media services. People create networks. Interesting how such a key department in a company doesn't have the optimal insights in, in, into their data in order to make better financial decisions, let's say, right? I guess you, you answer that by saying it's because they're not a money-making unit. Uh, yeah, well, it depends. Maybe not directly, but probably indirectly. And you see uh, uh, when, when the volume increases, it's just, it's, it's just also, you know, you, you, you also cannot envision it. Uh, you know, when, it, when, when the transaction is, uh, when you're selling cars and maybe you're selling 100 cars per month because you're um, a brand like Aston Martin, you know, you can, you can still envision it. You can, you can envision, okay, we sold 100 cars. You can maybe go back to the, to the factory and, and ask, okay, how many cars did you produce uh, this month? And they will say uh, 95. Okay, maybe you had five uh, cars already in stock. But when, you're, when we're talking about um, e-commerce, platforms or e-commerce companies that are processing maybe 100 transactions per minute or per, per day, you know, also for finance and, 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 and compliance departments, it's, it's you know, it, it also, you cannot, you cannot envision it, you cannot grasp it. Um, and I think that's, that's, that, that's one of the reasons why we need to create that single source of truth, uh, truth for finance um, to make sure that you still get the right perspective when you're dealing with these kinds of volumes within a company. So you need to make sure that, that you can still relate to that high volume by knowing that when you're reconciling 1 million transactions in one system to 1 million uh, settled uh, payments uh, via a payment service provider, that you know that on transactional level, it's reconciled because otherwise, you know, it's still a big numbers game. And I think that's a paradigm shift. Why do you think that? Why do you think that's a paradigm shift? Because you need to rethink that it's not about uh, big numbers. You know, it's, it's, I, I, um, I think a good example is Wirecard. You know, the, the, the numbers, the totals also on balance sheets, 
becomes that large that it that it you know it's you're talking about such big sums of money um, that when you really want to prove that these kinds of amounts really exist that those transactions really exist you need to go to the core and um, if you would have tried to trace these transactions on a transaction level, you would have you would have seen that they don't exist because they were they were never entered into a system, and you would a, co a company would internally already see that uh, yeah that there is no connection, there is no trifecta, there is no there is no connection between payment, an incoming payment, or an order because the order simply doesn't exist, yeah. and um and 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 in my yeah, in my humble opinion, yeah, this this is um, this is the start of of trying to really rethink the position of finance and enable a company in their growth by having the numbers right um, as as real time as possible. Yeah. So, in order to kind of optimize that position of finance, yeah, in order to, have to I guess take control of their data, what are kind of the steps that um, financial executives need to take um, in order to get this going. What's really important for finance professionals is that they take a step back, um, take a step back out of their day-to-day -day work and their day-to-day -day priorities. I'm not, I'm not saying the day-to-day -day priorities aren't important. Of course they are, but it's really time to take a look at the work a CFO or controller is doing on a daily basis. And when we ask that and we say, okay, how are you spending your time on a day, daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? You will see that um, as already mentioned, you know, uh, highly uh, high, uh, good educated people with master degrees, post-master degrees, um, they're doing a significant amount of manual work and one of our clients said, you know, before we, we use systems or solutions like yours, we were doing 80% of our time, manual data extractions, cleaning the data, importing data, uh, double checking each other if there were no formula errors, etc. And 20% of our time we were analyzing. And I think um, this is the chance also for finance professional to take that step back, take a look, okay, what, what where is the where is the area where we can really automate tasks and start using the time we save on analyzing and controlling doing the tasks yeah we we are we are educated in and we are paid uh, paid for to do so i think that that that's one of the you know yeah quick wins uh, to take the time take a step back uh, take a look at what can be automated. Um, and to make that concrete, we see a lot of area of improvement within this trifecta. Okay, um, you've, got multiple, you've got multiple payment service providers. You've got multiple ways of how transactions are paid. How can you make sure that you have one overview to create that one single source of truth for yourself and then with a department, look at the same data, 
not in Excel, not in Google Sheet, but in a, in a, in a web-based environment and start working from there. I mean, when, we, when you cross that barrier, you will see how, how just, um, yeah, how, how you've helped yourself in saving and making, uh, saving a lot of time and making finance fun again. Yeah. So you're taking a helicopter view, basically. That's the, that's the most important step to take. I think that's I think that's a good example. You take a helicopter view by knowing that uh, under the clouds, uh, it's it's a re reliable data set because it's connected. You're not taking one source. Uh, you're not you're not putting one source in the center and saying, okay, my accounting system. I'm going to take the data out of my accounting system and do my work on the um, uh, on all the data in there and trying to conclude on if uh, revenue is complete, et cetera. No, you're taking a look at a data set that, it's, that, 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 that is connected to each other. So you have data on transactional level in the accounting system that is connected with the, with, the, with, the, with the transaction in the order database and with the payment. And when you know that that matching is taking continuously place, yeah, from the helicopter, you, you, you can then do your work on a reliable data set. And I think um, that that's the combination, knowing what's on the ground, and then you can fly high. Nice. Great, uh, Peter. Well, thanks very much. I think on that note, um, thanks very much for uh, sharing your insights um, as well today. Um, I mean, we only highlighted, obviously, um, a small target group being the kind of high growth e-commerce companies. I know that you uh, have many more kind of clients and partners that you work with and also a, a larger suite of, of solutions. If people want to find out more, where can they best go? Where can they find you and Actuals? Yeah, so they can go to actuals.io and find what we do for uh, for clients like uh, Just Eat Takeaway uh, and Park Mobile. And uh, they can also, of course, contact me directly or they can request a demo online. Uh, contact me directly uh, via peter.engel at actuals.io. Great. Thanks again, Peter. Great to have you. Um, good luck with... Um building out uh, actuals and uh, to the listeners thanks everyone for listening hope you enjoyed the show and uh, tune in again next week uh, for another episode of in check with fintech thanks for listening and we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from a partner free a girl who are dedicated to founding child prostitution and impunity all over the world hi i'm Evelyn, ceo and founder of free a girl Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away, together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.